Hey folks, Brad here for the Maritime Paintball Podcast, and this week Tom is away, and I'm exhausted from work. So I jump into this episode with a simple question. What is more important, appearance or performance? So as always, love to hear what you think, so please reach out on social media at Maritime Paintball Podcast, or by email at Maritime Paintball Podcast at Outlook.com. And now on with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode... 300 <laughs> i've totally forgotten i've botched all this now 334 of the maritime paintball podcast my name is brad Riddell, and as you can see i am riding solo today uh our boy tom is out at a secret location doing secret stuff no nah, it's not terribly secret but anyways he's out ha- he's out having fun so i am uh immensely jealous because i wanted to be there but unfortunately i couldn't be because of work so but on the plus side, I'm here with you folks. So we're gonna chat. We're gonna tick. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna hang out. We're gonna talk. Um, I've got a basic idea of the show uh, this week again. Like all weeks, it tends to just fly by like that. So hopefully, I can uh, figure this out and we can wing it like we used to. Eh? How's that sound? Um, before we get any further, though, of course, we do have to pay the bills. So let's uh, take a few minutes and say thanks to our sponsors by a little sponsor reel. Back in like two minutes, folks. DefconPaintballGear.com is one of Canada's premier online paintball retailers offering everything from the most tactical of mag-fed gear to the most competitive speedball gear. Orders over $150 get free ground shipping. Restrictions do apply, so please double check the site. And when you use the code MARITIMES, you save 10% off almost everything on the site. So what are you waiting for? Check out DEFCONPaintballGear.com. PB Swagbag is the awesome service that sends you awesome paintball gear every month. For $37.95, they ship you a blue bag packed with awesome paintball gear. Everything from paintball gun cases to headbands and t-shirts. Sometimes it's even custom and only available through them. Head over to pbswagbag.com and use the code MPP10 to score 10% off your first bag. And if you don't like it, cancel anytime. There's no commitment. pbswagbag.com. As one of New Brunswick's premier paintball fields, Moncton Paintball offers everything from a walk-on to private parties, special events. Featuring the town of Mag Hill, a fully equipped, playable urban paintball field, Mag Hill is packed. It's got cars, buses, trains, multiple buildings, some of them two stories, soon to be three. Moncton Paintball is a field you cannot afford to miss. Find out more information at MonctonPaintball.com. And we're back. Uh, So this week, let's talk. Let's talk gear. But not just, let's not just talk about reviewing gear. Let's talk about the difference between or the importance of appearance versus performance. Uh... Last big game I was at was Operation Honey Badger. Phenomenal, phenomenal event. Had an absolute blast. I loved every second of it. One thing I immediately noticed, though, there was a there was a clear divide, let's say, a clear divide uh, between the type of player that has gone out of their way to make their gear... Uh, actually, I say there's three groups. There was three groups. There was, there was the one, the hardcore tactical boys. Like, they, they are... Decked out head to toe, the camos matching. They've got the BDUs or whatever you call them. They got the matching boots. The the gun is tricked out. That T fifteen, that uh, four six eight, whatever they got. That this is just tricked out. Um, hardcore looking guys look like they fell out of 
like your stereotypical like special forces movie. Then you got the boys that were a little bit more, uh, well, the players, boys and girls. The, you got the players that were definitely rocking uh, like some fun gear. Like it's kind of, it doesn't serve a purpose, but it's fun. Um, you know, we had some, we had some pretty, uh, pretty wild masks. We saw one guy running around with like, uh, like, uh, uh, like Japanese or Chinese, uh, like demon mask going on with the hat. Uh, that dude's running around. Ugh, I forget his name. I'm terrible with names. I think that was Rhino, uh, running around with a uh, bubble gun, literally bubbles, like actually making bubbles, uh, a little smiley face thing, you know, just having fun with it, having fun with it. Right. And uh, and then then you had the the fellas and the players that were basically decked out head to toe in speedball gear with stripped down EMF 100s. So it is mag fed, but it's about as far away from mag fed as you can get without going speedball. Um, three distinct groups of people, and it's funny to see that you've got the the, the players on the on one side on one side of the spectrum that are obviously more are taking as much time as they can to build an outfit, to build an appearance, to build a, a character, let's say. And this gear is maybe it's useful. Maybe they love, you know, I'm not dissing anybody, by the way, like let's, let's make that clear. I'm not saying that somebody's doing something better or worse than somebody else. Like let's, let's make that perfectly clear, but it's, um, I mean, like that. We're talking full-on tactical gear here, proper tactical gear. And then you got, and, and like they took a ton of time to do it. And then you got the players that were like stripped down to nothing, bare bones, um, moving fast. You could tell that they were more worried about performance than appearance. Like, they, like their appearance was not part of the equation. They were wearing whatever uh, they would wear like they were just wearing they were, they were wearing paintball clothes you know jersey speedball pants cleats running an emf 100 to, to be able to get into the mag fed stuff um it was cool it was really cool to see the divide so i'm curious about what everyone's opinion is and maybe like maybe not your opinion but your side of the things what's more important to you is it appearance or performance um or do you try to find that that line do you go right down the middle and do you try to like get that perfect balance or are you more like, I don't care what it looks like so long as it works or do you kind of go, yeah, it doesn't work just the way I'd like it to, but it looks great. There's, there's two ways to go about it. So that's, I'm curious about what everyone's opinion is on that. So in the comments, please drop them in and, and we will, uh, you know, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Going back through the comments, though, Christopher Struck, I can see you out there. Tom, Tom is out in the in a super secret location right now, but he's still watching the show. Huge shout out. Thank you so much, man. Um, Steve Gator, the butter tarts. Uh, yeah, still dreaming out those butter tarts, man. Those were, those were amazing. Marky Maris out there, never misses a show. And yeah, Steve, yeah, man, you, you literally wrung out my beard. You wrung the sweat out, and I... I, I I was half joking when I said to do that. I I would never put anyone through that purposely, honestly. Like you 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 had no need to do that, and I'm so sorry you experienced it. The and Paul Ruddick, happy medium. He's definitely right down the middle, and I and I can attest to that because 
you know? It's it's when you're running mag fed stuff, you need some of that tactical gear, right? You need some of that stuff that's that's you know pseudo military style because it's mag fed. The T fifteen, for example, is a one to one AR build, so you need that that little bit of real world military gear to go with the make belief. Let's be honest, what is what it is, right? Like you know. So. Um, <laughs> Neb wants to know on a scale of 1 to 10, how good were the butter tarts? Uh, they were a 10. 100%. Like, no word of a lie. Even the next day, the next day, I think, actually, you know what? I think fresh, fresh from the pizza place, from uh, Bourbon Street Pizza. Fresh from it, I'm going to say they were solid 9. They were delicious. The next day, though, when they weren't basically napalm in a butter tart, and they and and they were they had cooled down. They'd spent a day just chilling, solidifying. Solid ten, hundred percent. Like just so good, so good. Has no a pizza place has no business creating a butter tart uh, that tasty. So I don't understand it, um, but I'm so glad we got them. That was the that was like one of the highlights of the trip. Um, they were plain fill. Paul wants to know that I guess we're going on. This is welcome to the butter tart channel. Um, it was plain fill oddly enough with a caramel drizzle. I mean, it's already a butter tart. It's already basically just butter and, and, uh, brown sugar, <laughs> but they decided that a caramel drizzle was necessary. Um, so much. I thought was a little strange, but they were delicious. They were fantastic. Um, uh, pecans would have been great. I would have loved some pecans in it. Um, but they were just plain, plain fill, still delicious. It was the crust, though. The crust was amazing. It was almost like a shortbread cut, uh, crust. Why am I talking so much about a butter tart? Why do you people want to know so much about a butter tart? That's what I want to know. <laughs> um, <laughs> Steve Gator, folks, if you ever need any, if you ever need food uh, directions, reach out to Steve Gator. That guy is not only a kick-ass ref. He's also got the rundown on the best food in Belleville, Ontario. Just a sentence I never thought I would say. <laughs> the food in Belleville, Ontario. Um, it was good, though. Great great pizza, too. I mean, it's, it's a pizza place. Selling butter tarts. I don't know, man. It just worked. It was a highlight of the trip, though. That's for sure. Going to PRZ Paintball. Getting into the Ramada and ordering butter tarts. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it what i live for man those trips are what i live for um eli coming in with an actual comment on something i said thank you eli for getting us off the butter tart train uh ponage just made it home time to 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 jump into the jump into the chat my god i can't can't think uh eli comment if it's a full day midsummer big game then it's a marathon not a sprint bring the lightest gear possible play as hard for as long as possible energy carrying bulky Cool look, cool gear is energy not uses for elimination objectives. That was a terrible sentence, but let's re- let's try that again. Spending the energy carrying bulky, cool looking gear is <laughs> is energy not being used for eliminations and objectives. There you go. Think that's what he's getting at. And I agree. I like that. I like that. Keep the gear light. You know, if it's thirty five degrees out and the humidity is a hundred percent, no, you don't need to be wearing forty pounds of gear. You don't need to be carrying armor plates. 
which I've seen some guys run like plate carriers with actual plates in them. Come on, you're playing paintball. You do not need a ballistic plate. Also, where the hell did you get a ballistic plate? And Nebs, it's about performance for me. I had such crap gear starting out. I had to look good. Now that I can have both, I'm unstoppable. So it's all about performance for him. Um, love it. Love it. And what I love about, like, there's, if you look, if you take the time, if you are worried about your parents, which, you know what, there is there is something that can be said. Um, there's something to be said about if you if you feel like you look good and you look a certain way, you're more likely to have that confidence, that subconscious confidence, where you're more likely to play better because you feel better, right? You're not thinking about how you look. You just you just look the way you want to look and you feel good that way. So I can see people playing better by looking a certain way because it just boosts that confidence, but it can't go overboard, right? Like if you're wearing if you're wearing 50 pounds of gear because you want to look like, um, I don't know, G.I. Joe or some shit, you're just not going to play well. Unless you're super jacked. Maybe you're super jacked and you can do it. Maybe 50 pounds of gear on you is nothing. Uh, but I've met most of the paintballers in the Maritimes, and um, the majority of them are not jacked. You know? So, like, it's it's you got to kind of thread that uh, thread that line, thread that needle. And find your find your balance. Um, Neb saying that how did you do it a hundred years ago with those massive cockers? Um, <laughs> there, cocaine, man. It was probably a lot of cocaine. I don't know. Um, <laughs> there was a lot of crawling in the woods back then. I think is what it was. I think that's really how they did it back in the day with the massive steel tanks and the massive heavy cockers and the masks were heavy and the pod packs were bulky. You know, you crawled through the woods. That's what a lot of it was. Um, <laughs> Neb's saying he wants his surplus BDU pants, a hoodie, and a 25-year-old gun. That's the guy I want on my team. 100%. 100%. That's the dude. You want the guy that's basically... You ever see the comic, the joke of, like, the evolution of a paintballer, and it basically starts off with, like, somebody looking like a renter and then moving into, like, uh, looking like a soldier and then covered in gilly, and then speedball, and then back to looking like a renter. That's the dude you want. That's the player you want on your field, on your team. You want the player that looks like a renter, but with their own gear. That's the one that's not thinking about what they're wearing. They're thinking about how they're just going to crush whatever person's in front of them. Joshua Strat is on the chat. Man, we're talking about the difference between performance and appearance and what's more important to you. Do you worry more about how you look? And how you're going to look in the camera. Let's be honest. Photographers, man, at the end of the day, end of a big game, what do we do? We jump on Facebook. We jump on Instagram. Oh, I wonder if I'm in any photos. Right? So are you worried about how you're going to look in them photos? Or you don't even care, and you're just going to tell stories about how you just basically split wigs all day? Like, what is what is it? What is it, right? Nightmare PB in the chat asking, what is paintball? Well, Nightmare, it's this thing that um, you pretend to play and and you make videos of it and i'm grilling them hard love you buddy uh <laughs> so nightmare you're a good one to ask buddy you're a good one to ask um looks are 90 percent of paintball there done right there right from the professional um so <laughs> that's the way it is neb coming in the more moving orange bunkers the better i think he's referring to like bright colored jerseys hopefully you know 
where I'm from, all the refs wear orange. Um, <laughs> Ponage coming in with the zings. Uh, nightmare, speaking of players who aren't good but look cool. Uh, yeah, but for real, like, let's be honest, man. Let's 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 really let's be real honest here. Nightmare. How much time and effort? Legitimately, how much time and effort have you put in to your appearance, to your brand, to how you look in camera? Because I know you did. Because I've seen your gear, bud. That was not randomly picked. That you definitely have a method, and there's a system. So it's there. It's there. Um, but yeah. Also, Neb's talking photographers. My bad. He's talking about more photographers around him, the better, because they'll take the shots for him, uh, which happened in Operation Honey Badger. Damn, I felt bad. A couple of photographers just got snapped. Whap, whap, whap. Like three or four hits one after another on the photographer. Bright yellow, like tank top holding a massive camera. Come on, folks. Check your targets. And if you are checking your targets, don't be a dick. Um, Nightmare's admitting we got it on record, folks. Far too many hours, lots of time in front of the mirror. So there we go. <laughs> Our boy Tom, he says he do like feeling pretty with my crown. You do look good in that crown, bro. You do look good. And I mean, you know what? Tom, he goes out of his way. He looks for a gold and black jersey. Mm-hmm. We're probably going to be painting one of his kit. Gold and black. Ponish says he's also guilty of this. See, it's coming to light, folks. It's coming to light. Now, one of the benefits to Ponage, though, over there playing a lot of speedball. Let's be honest here. Speedball gear has this perfect balance of effective performance gear that looks good. Right? Like most speedball gear, it's made for a reason, but it just looks good. It looks aggressive. It looks aggro, you know? It looks good. Again, Neb coming in with these comments. If your beer gut is hanging out, you're making the magazine. Bro. It's what we do. It's what we do. Um, sorry, the comments are flying in faster than I can read them, folks. Uh, Nightmare talking about the assholes at Operation Honey Badger were shooting refs because they were, quote, unquote, in the way and admitted to it. Um... I have, in the past, shot a ref to get them out of my way. Um, it's a big game. I've yelled at them five or six times. They're ignoring me because they're talking to another ref. So they're not really refing now, are they? So at that point, I shot at them. Shot them once. They moved. Problem solved. <laughs> so. Uh, but I didn't shoot any refs at Operation Honey Badger. I yelled at them a lot. Like, a lot. <laughs> like, get out of the way! Get out of the way. And then, like, finally they moved. Um, and, uh, yeah, Josh Estrada jumping in. He says, hell nah, just go out and have fun. Get shot in the head. AJ Corbett, 50-50. Got to look sexy for the camera while putting in the work. Um, it's That's, man, there we go. I like that. 50-50. Nightmare's checking out later, buddy. He says, all right, have a good one, everyone. Um, you know what? I, I'll i admit, for Operation Honey Badger, I did decide not to wear my speedball gear. I thought about it, and uh, I decided, you know what, I'm not going to wear it, and uh, I'm going to actually just throw on a, uh, 
I had, I had a dress shirt that I really didn't actually like that whole month. I bought it, wore it once or twice, and I was like, eh, I'm not a big fan of it. I threw it on, threw on a pair of jeans. I like wearing jeans at MegFed events because I can slap on my uh, my um, knee pads over my jeans and just go. And it's just way more comfortable that way. And uh, so, yeah, I slapped those on and hit the field. And uh, you know what? I didn't think too, too hard about how I looked, but I was kind of excited about just like the... Uh, the oh what is it what is it what was it called I'm a, our boy will lewis keeps calling it uh calls it his boogaloo gear that's it the uh the and so i was cracking the joke of discount uh discount csis disc, discount uh cia operator like it's just it was just a good joke it was a good running joke and i mean jeans are comfy especially when they're super stretchy jeans Psh, why not right um i do wish i grabbed a pair of those tactical jeans when they used to be sold and uh, it was, I should have gotten them, but you live and learn, live and learn. So, and okay, so that's a pair, that's clothes. We talked a lot about clothes. Let's talk about gear on kit. Let's talk about the gear on the gun. Um, like I said, I saw a lot of guys and girls, a lot of players uh, running some very tricked out T-15s and some very tricked out like TMCs. Uh, 468s, a couple of mil sigs, you know, kind of the, the whole mishmash, right? But I saw a lot of players running, like, heavy, heavy-duty, like, ACOG sights, red dot sights, a couple of grips, flashlight, lasers, um, you know, some pretty wild stuff. And it kind of got me, I was thinking, like, damn, like, that's a lot of shit on a, on a gun. I don't run a sight on my T-15. I run a, a grip, I run a foregrip on the front of it that I think I got for, like, five bucks somewhere. Like, it was a discount little thing. It screws onto the front. It works. Uh, I didn't do anything fancy to my mags. I did slap two mags together, though, with half a deck of cards in between them and a ton of electrical tape uh, to, so that I could carry more mags on the field. And it works. It actually works really well. Uh, but that it is it is ghetto as hell, and it is great. I love it. It is East Coast 100%. So, I don't know. I just saw a lot of people running this kit, and I'm thinking, like, damn, that's a lot. That's a lot. Like, that is a lot of stuff to have on, on, on your marker. And, I mean, like, if you have fall or if you drop it, that's going to get expensive. You're going to break some stuff. So, I don't know. Like, and then you saw people with the EMF 100. Again, I'm going to use these guys as an example because the EMF 100 players, they were stripped down. A lot of them stripped it way, way down. Like, no stock, little barrel, or maybe a peanut tank, mags, barrel, done. Like, that was it. Like, no stock. Yeah. So, or, air, yeah, small air tank, mags, no sight, barrel. Boom. Um, and can't do cameras on gun count? No, nah, I guess not. I mean, if you're a content creator, that's kind of just part of your gear. It's part of your kit. I meant more like seeing some pretty tricked out laser flashlight combos, um, you know, some some pretty hefty scopes that are a little questionable in the world of paintball, even using first strikes a little, you know, what's the point? Um, you know, does it, if it makes you feel good, do it. I mean, I'm not saying you shouldn't. I'm saying that if it feels good for you, run with it. I just, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm curious what the community thinks of it. Like if you see a guy, if you see a, a player tricked out head to toe, full tactical gear, the gun is tricked out entirely. We got everything under the sun on it. What's your first thought? Is your first thought like, damn, this dude's operator as hell and I'm, I can't wait to run with him? Or is it, 
oh god they're gonna hang out in the back and they're gonna long ball the entire time while they pose for cameras that they probably brought the photographer themselves you know like is it or is it somewhere in between you know because I've, I've seen players do damage with that kind of stuff right they come out and they got that gear and they use it and they use it well but then you see some players with nothing at all, like stripped down to nothing on that gun, and they are just clapping people left, right, and center, right? Because they can move fast. They're not worried about looking down a sight. They could just lift the gun, and they can already pop. Their muscle memory puts that thing on target every time because they practice with it. And that was one thing I kind of I noticed, too, was you could tell who played a lot of paintball, and you could tell who spent a lot of time playing soldier so and it seemed to coalide coincide coincide uh with the ones that are totally tricked out maybe watched one too many fun movies you know and tried a little bit too hard to do a little bit of uh active valor style stuff and then there was the you know speedball players that were just running mag fed kit and they were playing it like speedball you know so i don't know I, i i'm good with anybody doing whatever you want um Tom put it best. There was a lot of LARPing happening at those events. Like, there there was guys breaching and clearing rooms and hallways that we knew were clear. That kind of thing. You know, like, you know, it just kind of, yeah. It's a little cringy, I guess. But, uh, you know, they take their appearance very, very important to them. And, and more power to them. So I'm just curious. I'm just curious about everybody's everybody's opinion on that, their thought on that. You know, I, I've given you mine. And I don't know. Maybe I'm totally in the wrong. I don't think I am. But because I, 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 if you want to do it, do it. You know, I've walked past a group of players, not this past year, but this was years ago, that literally sat there and argued with each other about chain of command going onto a paintball field and that they couldn't go into the area of operations without the captain's go-ahead while I waddled past them in blue jeans and a t-shirt just being like, let's go, boys. It's it's game of paintball. Let's go play. Um, you know, so if if you're the kind of person that's that's more worried about their appearance... I don't know. Try maybe try caring less. Maybe try try stripping your gear down and see what happens. And if you're somebody who uh, you're still experimenting with your appearance uh, on the field and you still haven't found the right flow, less is more. You know, I like to think less is more. Um, the less stuff you have to prep, the less stuff you have to pack, just makes life a lot a lot easier. It really does coming from a guy who wore a dress shirt and a pair of jeans onto a paintball field. You know what I mean, so I take that, I guess take everything I'm saying with a grain of salt. So, yeah, that's, that's, that's my opinion. That's my, that's my spiel. Thank you for coming to my Ted talk. Uh, oh, that should be a thing. Paintball Ted talks. I'll work on something. Elise. I could see her out there. It's not showing me a comment. <laughs> it, just, it just says Elise in the in the comments. Um, so I'm I'm wondering. If, oh, there it is. There's a wave. Elise is in the chat. What's happening? Um, 
Now, Elise, let's talk, let's talk about Elise while she's here. Um, her and her hubby rock some of the strangest looking paintball guns. Um, but they are tricked out, custom 3D printed, pure function, um, and cool as hell. I love that. I love the weird and wonderful stuff. That's that's something else I wanted to to mention is that when it comes to being on the field, like you want to, you if it's a big big game, even if it's a walk on man, you want to have make sure you're having fun with it. At the end of the day, it's a paintball game, so have fun with it, right? It's it's just it's all make believe. Have fun with it. My co-host wears a crown and deemed himself the king of paintball. So if you want to bring some wild and weird stuff onto the field, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. You know, I love at Honey Badger seeing a you know. Uh, Congo and Rhino decked out in like Japanese spirit mask things and blown bubbles. <laughs> it was great. That was awesome. Another dude had a bright red and or bright yellow and black, like looked like uh, a Nerf, like looked like Nerf gun. You know, it was all decked out to look like Nerf gun. That was awesome. Uh, Aaron Miner was that dude with the old school Maritime Milson podcast shirt, not the best dressed. He truly was. He truly was. What's wild is I don't even have that shirt. That's wild. I love that. I think I posted a photo of that. If I didn't, I still have the photo and I'm going to repost it. Uh, 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 it was so funny to see that. I like just casually walking through the parking lot wearing one of the older shirts one of the oldest probably at this point honestly one of the oldest shirts just do 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 and i I, and i had to go ask for a photo so i did i went over and i was like i need a photo of you with me wearing that shirt let's make this happen while he was packing he was packing to leave couldn't believe it he played like half the day and then he had to go um I'll post the photo in a in a couple of days, and I'll uh, I'll tag you in it. <laughs> so, um, it was awesome. It was I was actually I loved it. I honestly loved seeing, uh, I loved seeing it. I loved seeing the shirt. It was it was a highlight of my day. Um, fractured your shoulder blade, Jesus! How did you what? How did you fracture your shoulder blade? I don't understand. I just don't understand how the hell that happens. You were perfectly fine when we took the photo. Oh, well, it happens. But yeah. It was walking history, according to Elise. Absolutely. It was. Tr- it truly was walking history. Um, So, folks, it's... I'm wiping out like a jackass is how he fractured his shoulder blade. Gross. Um, folks, it's been about half an hour, and believe it or not, it is incredibly difficult to host a podcast and talk uh, to myself and to hear only my voice. I've, I've been spoiled by having Tom by my side. So it's been 33 minutes. I think we're going to call it there. Um and I hope to have Tom back by next weekend or by next week so we can chat about, I don't know, whatever the hell else comes happens between now and then. So for everyone who stuck around, hung out with me, commented, shared, liked, I appreciate it. I truly do. 
Uh, it's uh, it's very difficult to run this without any uh, without a co-host here. So uh, those of you in the comments have made this quite quite uh, a pleasure. So that's it, folks. Until next week. Cheers. <laughs>